Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Previously on Alien Encounters... A decade has passed since we learned that ours is not the only intelligence in the cosmos. You have religions and societies predicated on this notion that we are at the pinnacle of nature. Only to have that idea wiped away in one very weird encounter. Traces of the aliens remain in our children. Our hybrids have this electromagnetic organ, uh, interconnection that's almost telepathic. Here on Earth and in the heavens. Half of what's left in science would potentially come from one single ship. The U.S. military has decoded the blueprint to a mysterious alien device and crossed the globe to find the one man capable of deciphering its purpose. This quantum computer. Quantum computing can compute basically without using time. If he builds it, it could radically reshape our world. If I came up with a weapon that would kill millions of people, I would not put it out there. Across most of our planet, humans go on being human. Oftentimes, people are faced with some kind of surprise or disaster. For the average person, they may simply want to, to get back to everyday life. But eerie reminders of the alien presence shatter the calm. Space debris from an exploding interstellar starship, alien infestation, the subsequent birth of hybrid children, in that first decade, we have just experienced the most traumatic event ever. There's the double-edged sword. On the positive side, aliens will come here and they will 
provide us with a cornucopia of new technology. Or they may come to conquer. They may want to use us as a massive scientific experiment, as seven and a half billion lab rats. We don't know. The blueprint for the most powerful technology our planet has ever known is in the hands of one man. Any problem you can solve on an ordinary computer, you could also solve on a quantum computer with a very substantial speedup. And that speedup gets better the bigger you make the problem. One advantage of having ever faster computers is that the kinds of models that we make of, of the real world can be more realistic. Understanding the weather, well, the brain, the cosmos. If you can turn the Big Bang from a theory into a Big Bang experiment. But also finding the cures for diseases, or at least the causes of diseases. Quantum computing could also evolve human beings past the point where we want to make war, past the point where we have world poverty, world starvation. We could evolve the social side, the moral side of ourselves as human beings. A quantum computer is very different. If they achieve their full potential, many bets are off the table. I somehow think if somebody's given the blueprints, are they going to say no to this? If you want to build it, you're going to build it, but you're going to give it to everybody. Building the alien computer will be a massive engineering challenge. Our understanding of the quantum world is still in its infancy. Quantum mechanics is weird. This is just a fact of life. And one of the strangest and most counterintuitive bits of quantum mechanics is called entanglement. Two subatomic particles, like electrons, can be so strongly interconnected that even when separated over a great distance, they still appear to react simultaneously. So entanglement is this funky quantum correlation where you do something over here, and to all the world, it looks as if something happened over there. D-wave systems manipulated that bizarre quantum behavior to create one of our world's first commercial quantum computing systems. It first went on sale in 2010. A classical computer uses classical bits that can be either a zero or one. In a quantum computer, the quantum bits, or qubits, can be zero and one at the same time. So an example of a quantum bit is the spin of an electron. So you can think of it as going clockwise or counterclockwise. And an electron that represents a qubit is in some sense spinning both clockwise and counterclockwise simultaneously. A qubit is a subatomic particle that exists in two quantum states at once, called a superposition, just like a coin that comes up both heads and tails at the same time. Suppose you have not one, but two quantum bits. Now, those two quantum bits can be in four different states. If you have 10 quantum bits, they could be in two to the power of 10, more than a thousand different states, thanks to entanglement. All of these states are states that can then be simultaneously or parallel processed. A quantum computer made of only a few hundred qubits can crunch a massive amount of data. If translated into binary code, that data would produce more ones and zeros than there are atoms in the known universe. The biggest problem facing quantum computing 
is the fragility of quantum information against external disturbances. A photon comes along and impinges upon one of the qubits inside the quantum computer. That can destroy the computation entirely. This is a process called decoherence. To stabilize the fragile quantum state inside D-Wave, the processor is cooled to 0 0.02 degrees above absolute zero. The freezing temperature slows the movement of particles around the qubits to a crawl. Apparently, aliens use a far more advanced design. If we can build it, their processor should operate at room temperature because it uses a new kind of exotic material, a topological insulator. Topological insulators hold the promise of being able to preserve this funky quantum mechanical nature of the quantum bit. Topological things are things with funny twists and knots and turns in them. If I tie a knot in a piece of string and I hold the ends so I can't move the ends, then I can deform the knot and I can move it around, but I can't untie it. Topological features have a persistence that can hold for long periods of time, even if they're being smushed around by their environment. A topological quantum computer is in some sense the holy grail of quantum computing. Physicists on Earth have only engineered rudimentary versions of these quantum processors. A powerful alien technology is at our fingertips, but it's still out of our grasp. Military researchers have been studying a bizarre set of twins. Genetically, they're identical in every way but one. One boy has perfectly normal human characteristics. His brother, born just five minutes later, has the traits of an alien-human hybrid, one of the seven million so-called brids. He has lightning reactions, extended visual range, and electromagnetic senses skills suited for military pilots. Drones are an extension of human sight, human sound. They're the ability for us to have godlike powers of perception. Drones are scary. If you depersonalize violence and you have the soldier controlling the weapon farther and farther from what's going to happen, there's the danger that compassion will vanish from the equation. In regions of low Earth orbit, shards from the alien mothership have regrouped into regular patterns, baffling astronomers. Space debris collection companies have cleared the critical region two to 300 miles above Earth, protecting the International Space Station and clearing pathways for signals to reach communication satellites. Goddard 1 for second 4, I'm right behind you. Copy that. Now, collection crews move out to more hazardous debris zones. Watch your back up here. Goddard 1, this is second 4, are you clear? My propulsion system shot. I'm gonna... Prepare for impact. Prepare for impact. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The cloud of debris from the alien mothership is growing. Trillions of pieces and thousands more appearing with every collision. On Earth, we grieve. A cascade of alien debris downed a collector capsule. Our computers don't have the power to predict the chaos of the alien debris. As long as the space debris are moving in independent trajectories, then our traditional forms of analyses are adequate. As soon as there becomes interaction between them, an explosion that causes a lot of space debris, it becomes often impractical to track each and every one of the pieces. You will need supercomputers to work on tracking these pieces of space debris before they cause catastrophic damage. The aliens who littered our atmosphere with debris gave us the blueprints for a supercomputer that could track it all. But scientists are still missing a key component. A vision reveals the final piece of the puzzle. Well, programmable matter is matter that changes based on heat, light, vibration, sound, any kind of a stimulus, and you can actually change into some kind of a coherent pattern. 
Can remains of the alien spacecraft be reprogrammed to create the final component? A topological insulator. At MIT, physicists programmed or tuned the electronic property of crystal using light. By pointing precise lasers at the material, they were able to maintain and measure the quantum state of electrons on its surface, a critical step in building the topological insulator for a stable quantum computer. Perhaps a similar technique will work with the programmable matter found in the alien shards, firing femtosecond pulses of mid-infrared light. Physicists stabilize the quantum state of photons on the surface of the exotic metal. It's the final piece needed for a room temperature quantum processor. We have all the tools we need to execute the blueprints. But can we control this alien technology? Or will it control us? Anyone who actually starts the process of following these instructions is going to want to do this in a room that's completely cut off from any possible signal. Because the last thing you want to do is build something that can then send out a new kind of virus, a digital virus, start you know, some kind of <laughs> essentially end-of-the-world type catastrophe. Paranoia is a survival trait in this kind of situation because it would be very easy to essentially follow the step-by-step -step instructions to build our own suicide kit. Scientists conduct the first tests of the alien quantum computer, nicknamed Quincy. They present a puzzle, the most difficult computational problem ever created. 1990s, Ron Rivest with his colleagues at MIT, they asked, is it possible to encode information in such a way that neither you nor anybody else could look at the encoded information and figure out what it was? Sounds impossible, but they came up with a beautiful method for making this happen. Rivest's encryption is based on factoring prime numbers. Let's say that I asked you to factor the number 15 into its prime factor as well. 15 is 5 times 3, any child knows that. But if I asked you to factor a number that has 15,000 digits, it would take you many times longer than the age of the universe. If you had a quantum computer, you could break this type of encryption based on factoring. Within seconds, the quantum computer spits out the answer. Two prime numbers, several hundred digits long. It's dead on. The most complex mathematical problems are solved with lightning speed. But this is only the tip of the iceberg. Quincy's potential is infinite. One of my favorite applications is on the analysis of big data. The kind of patterns that exist in these data sets could be easily uncovered using even a small-scale quantum computer. NASA officials request access to Quincy so they can track and predict the orbits of alien space debris. Because of the way quantum physics works, a computer could be constructed that could represent all the different pieces of space debris out there and all the different trajectories, when those trajectories are going to intersect. Quincy calculates how trillions of pieces of the planet-sized debris cloud will behave. Flight patterns for pilots entering debris fields can be automated 
months in advance. Quincy's computational powers have the potential to solve the ever-increasing problems of humanity. Astronomy, weather prediction, traffic congestion, cancer drugs, global warming. Scientists from nearly every academic field vie for access to Quincy. But a chance encounter changes everything. Between an alien hybrid child and an alien-designed quantum computer, a strange new connection is made. It's not inconceivable that our group of hybridized children, if they're communicating through electromagnetic impulses, could possibly communicate directly with a supercomputer. There are some who believe that quantum effects actually take place in the human brain. When we start making quantum computers, there might be a strange familiarity to them. We may develop the capability to entangle brains with quantum computers. What would this lead to? A form of telepathy, instant communications that would make the internet obsolete? <laughs> A simple device boosts the electromagnetic signal emanating from the Brid's brain, improving the connection to Quincy. If a computer can sense the world through human beings, then we become its sensory organs. It's going to now have an expanded view of the world it lives in. It's going to have a physicality in its consciousness. Any machine that's going to think has to have a sensory input system. I mean, it's going to have cameras, it's going to have microphones, sensors that can feel touch. We like to think of ourselves as walking brains, but the brains are only part of the story. And that would be the first time in human history where you simply think the information that you want, the computer supplies it, and maybe the supercomputer even makes suggestions. And what results at the end, nobody knows. What if in order to become intelligent, the machines have to walk around, run fingers through the sand, get skinned knees. What if this is needed in order to get artificial intelligence? The quantum biological signal is strong, but the interaction is subtle. It's unclear who is in control, the computer or the Brid. Quincy seems to be tapping into the faint buzz of unconscious thought. At Tufts University, Dr. Robert Jacobs taught a computer to hear the subconscious mind. So we're going to get Sam set up to, to measure blood flow in the brain. You place these two uh, light probes on against your forehead. Our interface is a passive user interface. So we're not asking the user to think of moving a limb or think of something. We're simply saying, do whatever you normally do, and we will take that information. Test subjects are given a task. Generate flight patterns for multiple planes. As the number of planes increases, the subject's frontal lobe works harder. These uh, kind of elliptical objects here represent airplanes, and I need to generate a path for it through these obstacles. Measure the workload in the brain by shining inf near-infrared light into your head and looking to see how much light is reflected back. 
Oxygenated blood absorbs more light than deoxygenated blood, so the FNIRs can tell when the subject's brain is overworked. When it is, the computer takes control of some of the planes. It's equivalent to an assistant who is turning a dial for you and knows exactly when you want it turned up and when you want it turned down because they can read your mind. The computer-brain interaction is unconscious, a symbiotic connection. But there's often a paradoxical effect as you bring better automation to people. If you give them something that helps them avoid collisions in their car, they may drive a little more recklessly. There is a danger that as you give people some form of aiding, they, they take more risks. Our hybrids, when they link into quantum supercomputers, there will be threshold events. As the connections grow, that becomes the next evolution of consciousness right there. The alien wireless connection becomes known as BridNet. Tech companies seize the opportunity. New consumer devices are marketed and sold to parents of BRIDs and to schools. For the military, it's a chance to step up their program of weaponizing the alien hybrid adolescence. Unfortunately, our terrestrial society is still very tribal. And if the military of one country is perceived as making use of or trying to make use of alien enhancements, it could result in an arms race of more than just multiple arms. One of the things every military has always dreamt of across all time is how do I make a super soldier? Those governments that have been able to do it are the dominant societies on the planet. Among their exceptional powers, a telepathic connection to each other and to a powerful quantum computer of alien design. The Pentagon sees an opportunity, the chance to acquire a long sought after weapon, mind control. An Air Force project in Ohio was set up to control the minds of its airmen by using transcranial magnetic stimulation. The military might be able to use electromagnetic devices that you can place onto your head that will stimulate a part of your brain in order to either shut off or to work better. By stimulating the left hemisphere, the pilot's focus, mathematics, and logic are primed. This also quiets the right hemisphere, which processes emotional and creative thinking. The Air Force technique has cut pilots' training time in half. There is a region of the brain, and this side over here, that is involved with evaluating not only others' ethics, but our own ethics. What happens if we enhance that or knock that out? With a direct link to the mind of alien hybrid children, what other brain functions could the military control? Fear? Guilt? Empathy? One of the wonderful things about science meeting commerce is that you get developments that no one expects. They may be trying to raise our intelligence, they may be trying to enhance our children, 
but there will be somebody out there who will see a way to make money off it. Brids see a world infused with data. They are in touch with the cloud. Hello, Simon, are you here? Hey, Christian. The young Brids are experiencing a world their human counterparts can't imagine. Among the youth, the world is split in two. The most powerful emotional driver in human beings is fear. As humanity diversifies, they may be different. They may be more powerful. Is this group still loyal to the fundamentals of what we are? You know, you have a danger of what's going to happen with these kids if they decide to create their own culture and refuse to acknowledge that of their parents. And we become second-class citizens. If you have a technology that you can use that very few other people can use, it's going to be something that you start to see as part of your identity. There will be a lot of people in this situation who will experience a profound disconnection from hybrid children. Brids seem to exist on a different plane, leaving the rest of us in the dark. They have locked us out, ripping a hole in the fabric of society. Now, humans have a chance to reclaim dominion over the technology gripping our planet. A project designed to connect non-Brids to BridNet. A prototype device is engineered to replicate the Brids' electrocommunication organ, their link to the quantum network. A brain-to-computer interface is going to require a lot of discipline because while you're over here trying to think up what's the next sentence, what's the next paragraph, what's the code I want to create, and over here is popping up the porn images because the way the human mind works, it's not this nice linear thing. Humans get their first shadowy glimpse into the world of the Brids. But their network operates on a deeper level, an ancient quantum connection born light years away. Quincy's capacity continues to grow. It has successfully coordinated the Space Debris Project. The data Quincy processed has yielded amazing findings about the universe. Black holes, exoplanets, and new galaxies Sensors from around the world feed into a massive database which Quincy accesses. An ever-growing Internet of Things. The Internet of Things is an interesting idea that anything we can put a chip into, we can monitor. We microchip our dogs. We've got chips in our cars. We can put a chip in a refrigerator. The Internet of Things would extend our consciousness to not just our smart devices, but all devices. You are out of milk. You are out of milk. You're going to get these messages that say, you didn't buy enough fruit and vegetables. This isn't a healthy diet. 
or you're buying too much alcohol, you're, you're running the risk of becoming an alcoholic. There will be a point that a lot of people will say, I've had it, I'm going off the grid. But it may be too late. Quincy's tentacles reach into every corner of our networked planet. And it won't let go. The National Security Agency is responsible for gathering intelligence from electronic sources and has long been pursuing quantum computers. Following Quincy's success, the NSA opens a two million square foot structure to house their quantum supercomputer. It's powerful enough to rival Quincy, but completely under US control. They call it Queen. We'll be creating over the course of the next few years more information than we created throughout the previous thousands of years of human history. Groups like the NSA are really trying to develop tools that allow us to sort through, not just analyze, but actually organize all of this information. The NSA is the organization that wants to break in and look at all the world's communication. On the other hand, it's the organization that's tasked with cybersecurity. It's going to basically put broken locks on everything. Will a computer built by us, humans, ever match the power of the alien machine? A new arms race has begun. The alien quantum computer with its network of alien offspring, may have crossed a critical threshold. A test of intelligence. A machine can look at something and define it, but it can't interpret it. Intelligence means being able to interpret something on multiple levels. What you would have to have to define a machine as intelligent, I think, is a machine that's capable of nonlinear reasoning. Time after time, Quincy identifies the logical picture. No computer on Earth has ever achieved this level of comprehension. The new quantum internet quickly surpasses its digital predecessor. And Quincy increasingly displays an intelligence bordering on human. There are a lot of kinds of intelligence. Creative intelligence is not measured by an IQ test. The ability of the human mind to make connections across disparate lines of thoughts. Emotional intelligence, the ability to interact socially, is of course not measured by what we call intelligence quotients. It's a cool, sunny day in Southern California. The constant flood of news about the ever-changing world finally goes quiet. At 8.32 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Every Brit in Southern California simultaneously warn of an impending earthquake. There is panic and preparation, but no quake. The U.S. Geological Survey reports there have been no quakes. Then, at 8.58 a.m. Oh, 
Next on Alien Encounters. The alien presence surrounds us as the brids grow older and more dangerous. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.